0: You're listening to The Tom Ficklin Show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio.
1: Good morning and welcome to The Tom Ficklin Show. Um, in Tom's absence, my name is Jeanette Lucky and I am going to be hosting this morning. Our special guest is Bridget Russell of NHS of New Haven, and we're gonna be discussing all things home ownership. so home buyer education in New Haven. Good morning, Bridget. Good morning,
2: good morning, good morning.
1: Thank you for I'm very joining I'm happy me. to be here. I'm Thank you, I, I appreciate you being here, um, and um, I'm, I'm so excited for us to have this discussion. Um, Bridget and I have known each other for years, and so, and both of us have um, worked in the greater New Haven community uh, for homeownership and homebuyer education um, for for many, many years. So Bridget, can you um, give us a briefing about NHS? Okay,
2: so Neighborhood Housing Services of New Haven has been around in the community for the past 43 years. Actually, we're celebrating our 43rd anniversary and we're actually going to have October 3rd um, a nice little annual meeting celebration on our campus where we'll have the big green pizza truck and a lot of folks, um, besides our board and our funders, but a lot of folks who have bought homes from us over the years. So, and, and just to tell you a little bit about what we do, uh, really started out affordable housing development. We are still going strong with affordable housing development and that's something that is so, so needed. I mean, there's a shortage of affordable housing, and, and this is a nationwide crisis. Okay. So, whether it's rental or whether it's home ownership, but um, that has always been our bread and our butter. And then a natural outgrowth from the development was really the home ownership center. And I work as the managing director of the home ownership center, and I've been here 15 years now. But have been in the industry, so whether working in banking or whether from uh, working with for-profit, nonprofit developers, and within the real estate arena, uh, probably for the last 35 years. So, just to tell you a little bit about the Home Ownership Center, we're all about home ownership promotion. I like to say and preservation. And what do you mean by that, Bridget? Promotion is really for those. People out there who want to become homeowners, how can we equip you? How can we position you so that you're going to be successful at the end of the day? And I know um, this is something we always say, and and we're like-minded, Jeanette, in what we believe in. We don't want to just get people into homes right? uh, because you can get people into homes. We want people to be positioned so that they're going to be successful and they're going to be able to keep their home. So how do we do that? We do that um, if people apply to our homebuyer development program, and I shouldn't even say apply. If you want to enter our homebuyer development program, you'll be assigned a housing specialist as a credit and budget coach. And their job is really to work together with you uh, to get you to that point where you are ready to qualify for one of those great first-time home buying mortgages out there. Uh, we want to make sure that you know about the resources. We want to make sure you're educated. And like I said, once again, we really want to position you for success. So that's what we do with with folks who are coming in and they want to become homeowners. Uh, we also work with existing homeowners. And you know what? Hard times can strike, right? I mean, the what yeah. ifs in life happen. I mean, COVID-19 yeah once in a hundred year kind of pandemic was a big what if uh, for a lot of homeowners out there. So we want to help people. We want to assist them with counseling, foreclosure prevention, uh, counseling. We want them to know about the programs that are out there, whether they're federal programs, state programs that are going to help them keep their home if they have fallen on some harder times and have missed Payments, so I, I'm going to say those are two of the biggest things that we do within the Homeownership Center. But well, at NHS Affordable Housing Development, you know, this homeownership promotion, preservation, community building, and organizing. We have a nonprofit lending company, a nonprofit real estate company. So we've kind of branched out in some other areas as well.
1: Right, so tell tell me about the nonprofit lending company because um, that's what I wanted to know. I I don't think that a lot of people um, fully grasp all that NHS has to offer. So Mm -hmm. most of the community just knows NHS as home buyer education and where Mm -hmm. they can go and get home buyer education, but there's so much more to um, neighborhood housing services than that. So what what other um, services do you offer?
2: So I just want to, uh, because really our bread and butter, even before we were doing the home buyer education counseling, the it was really taking old dilapidated homes and doing that full gut renovation and sure. making them like really energy efficient, beautiful, affordably priced and selling that to first time home buyers. So a lot of what we do is still uh, based on that. Uh, A model is changing a little bit, guys, because it's harder for us to get those dilapidated properties for the price that we need to buy them for so that we can do these gut renovations. Uh, So we've been looking at vacant lots and we're starting to do new construction. Uh, So that's on the affordable development end. But yeah, and looking at the lending arm, that was once again, just a natural kind of outgrowth. So part of what lending really did was work with some of the down payment and closing cost programs um, that we administered for the state of Connecticut at one, of, at one time. And then uh, the most recent one we were doing, Home Ownership Matters, is a program that was created by the Greater New Haven NAACP. Wonderful program where you received up to $10,000 in forgivable money, and that was for the entire county. So, our HOC nonprofit lending was administering um, that particular program. They put in their application to become um, a community development, what the CDA, CDFI, uh, so that they can do more uh, lending within the community. So, what we try and do is low interest rate loans uh, that might supplement what you couldn't get uh, forgivable. Because you know what, I'm always trying to get people to get the forgivable money first. So if if you're in New Haven, they have a tremendous program with the city, the Energy Efficiency Rehab Program, where you get up to $30,000 in forgivable money for, and this is for homeowners, for things you might want to do, like change out your windows. But maybe you would get uh, uh, secondary financing from us, something you couldn't do uh, with the money that you got from the city that you might need. Uh, so we've been able to help. And these are smaller loans. They're normally $30,000 or less. Um, and it might be someone replacing windows or someone who needs a roof or or whatever. So that that is part of what we do in the lending company. Community building and organizing, we've always, um, we've had that for, probably the last 20, 25 years. And that's just really connecting the dots. The thing I liked uh, about neighborhood housing services and maybe their mission about revitalizing neighborhoods was it's not just one component. It's not just rehab. It's not just educating uh the homeowners to make sure that you know they're gonna succeed, but it's really connecting the dots within the community, new homeowners coming in and being familiar with the alders and, you know, other stakeholders, other uh, people been living in the community for a while who are actually doing a lot of very positive things, but trying to connect those dots as well. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about community building and organizing in the nonprofit real estate company is probably the last thing that was developed. And that really came from people who went through the program who said, hey, we wish you guys had a real estate company too and so that was that was kind of by popular demand And right. the real estate company really was to have that focus on you know helping those that others might have kind of kicked to the curb because maybe you didn't have you know that twenty thousand dollars to put down and um you know we want to as I said make sure that when a buyer buys, their position to succeed, and one of the most important things is that affordability kind of analysis. It's, it's right for your pocketbook.
1: So right, right. So we so we we would consider that in the lending um, sector. You know, a paper. So if you're not if you're not a paper, then mm-hmm. a lot of people will you know they don't want to work with you. One one of the things that I do love about um, working with neighborhood housing services is that um, your realtors they do work with anyone and, and, mm-hmm. and, and they hang in there. So I, I've seen more people go, oh, okay, well, I think somebody else could do this as opposed to, um, the realtor, um, per se being like, okay, well, I don't want to work with you. Um, mm-hmm. because they have a different understanding of what it takes to get someone in, in the home. So one of the things that I, I absolutely, um, am amazed at and uh, always is that, you know, like working with Herb. Herb is always a great advocate because he knows more than just the realist side. And Mm -hmm. it takes no more than just what the realtor's duties are um, to make a deal happen it's just like a loan officer. Loan officers need to know all sides, not just what we do, but what everyone does. So that I do um, absolutely appreciate. Um, what are the costs if someone wants to sign up for home buyer education or credit counseling? Because I know you guys do some level of credit counseling at Neighborhood mm-hmm. Services. So Definitely. Um, tell me what so, that's like.
2: Okay, uh, if anybody wants to take any one of the Classes, financial fitness, landlord, home buyer education, there is absolutely no charge to take an education course. Um, if somebody says to me, Hey, Bridge, I, I took your education course, and, and in listening to the lender and listening to some of the other role players, I realized that, you know what, I, I, I might need to work on a couple of things before I'm ready to go to a bank to actually qualify for a mortgage. So we have the home buyer development program there's a one time fee administrative fee which includes a, a credit pull of $75 to enter the home buyer development program and you're assigned a housing specialist who is your credit and your budget coach um because remember i keep talking about positioning you to succeed and over the years i you know when i go back and i kind of look at customers in, in different uh places, locations, whatever state I've been in, uh, the ones that, that really, really do well are the ones that have uh I like to say the good relationship with uh their understanding of money and money management skills and right. just being good stewards right. uh, of their of their money. And I, I always want to say this, it's it's not how much you make. It's, it's really, it comes down to how well you manage what you make. And right. so it's worth it to kind of de- to develop those tools. So in the Homebuyer Development Program, it really will be looking at those three credit scores from Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, working with you, uh, not doing it for you, working with you, with you being a driver in, you know, an action plan for the different elements of what you might need to do just to get your score up. And guys, you can get your score up. I, and you know this, uh, Jeanette. I mean, scores move. It, it, it's not like it takes a year for a score to move. Or I mean, I've seen people score go up 100 points in six months. I mean, there's so many simple things you can do today that are going to positively impact your score uh, by that next month. Uh-huh. So that we're going to talk about those things, like just paying things on time, bringing things current, paying down credit card debt, you know, stuff like that. Um, but your housing specialist is really there to work with you every step of the way. And I'd like to say we meet you where you are. You know, some people come in and they only need the education. Some people come in and they, they're like, wow, I really need help with my credit or Mm -hmm. I really need help with budgeting, or I really need help with savings. So it's really meeting that person where they are and then really working with them along that continuum until you become a home owner. And one thing I, I, I wanna add with that, because we always like to continue the connection. We have a community sustainability department and that's something that's newer and they work with you on doing the energy audits they work with you on connecting you to state programs for energy efficiency updates and really depending on what your income is, some might be free, some might be at a very low interest rate, but they help you with those connections because a lot of people don't know about those state programs.
1: Exactly, exactly, because um, so so that is so very important that once you become a homeowner, Um, Having access to those types of programs because it's it may be publicized, but not in a way where our community is going to have access to that information. And so, what happens many times is that by the time we find out about it, it's Mm -hmm. already some it's it's a thing of the past. It's already Mm -hmm. something that has passed. Um, So, like um, Energized CT, Uh, just just when the rates were really low. Mm-hmm. you could have gotten in on that program either for nothing or you know they would have added it to your light bill or something like that at a 1% interest rate and these things the community had no idea at least not our community mm-hmm. um, the Information is limited and we, we have to learn to share the information that we get and not so much be hoarders of information. It's going to mm-hmm. do us no good if we have the information, but it doesn't get out. And so um, I'm, I'm very happy to hear about this community su- sustainability program um, mm-hmm. in th- that Neighborhood Housing Services um has opened up the community because a lot of times there are resources available to help people who are struggling and we just don't know what they are. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. What they
1: are. Um, so that is, that is extremely valuable, valuable information. So tell me this. How does one, if so is it your website that one would go on to, to sign up for in whichever of the classes? Do they just call Neighborhood Housing Services? How does one position themselves to be connected to Neighborhood Housing Services? Because I know that there are people that um, you all have served over the years and those people are still connected to Neighborhood Housing Services. Um, I think that it's, always valuable information and and just something to have in your information bucket when you know that there is a central place that you can go and say, okay, well, I've connected myself with this organization. They know who I am. So when I call them, it's not like I'm um, calling um, just on the fly or someone passing by, but I've actually established a relationship with them so that they know me. and. Likewise, the person calling knows the people at Neighborhood Housing Services um, care about what's going on with them. Uh, I know that you all have helped people with um, foreclosure and, you know, just issues of, of trying to keep them in the homes that they purchase, not only the homes that they purchased from neighborhood housing services, but just their <laughs> home that they purchased, whether they, they may have just gone through the program, not purchased a home from neighborhood housing services, but, um, still made that connection. So how does one connect themselves with you guys and stay connected?
2: Okay. So very simplistic right now for the connection. So it could come either from you calling here about our services, and then you'll most likely be transferred to our administrator, Mabelise Montanez in the homeownership center. Or if you're on your website and there'll be an email that will be directed to the correct party who will get back in touch with you. So it might be to register for a class, or maybe you want more information on the class, or maybe you've heard about the Home Buyer Development Program, and we want to send an intake packet out to you, or it could be a homeowner who is struggling. And a lot of people come to us differently uh, uh, when it comes to a homeowner who's struggling. A lot of banks Uh, We'll refer them directly, or it might be another state agency, or if they've received a foreclosure notice, we're one of the agencies on there. And that's the same with pre-purchase, with with people who are coming in and they want to buy a home. A lot of uh, our bank partners will refer people who might not be quite ready yet uh, to go to the lender and actually qualify for one of the great programs out there. Uh, so they come different avenues, but I'm going to say the bulk of folks, which are word of mouth, are either calling us or coming to us via our website.
1: Okay. All right. So, and the website is? Uh,
2: oh, www.nhsofnewhaven.org.
1: <laughs> All okay. along.
2: NHS, okay. In Neighborhood H Housing as Services nhs of
1: org. Okay, so you know what that is that is um, good good to know. Um, so over the years 40 43 years which is mm-hmm. Amazing, because that says a lot about the sustainability. I mean, I know that there have been housing agencies that have opened and closed since NHS Mm -hmm. has, since the inception, since they have been established. Um, There are plenty of people that have come along, opened up something, shut it down because it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. But 43 years is a long time to to stay in business and actually to flourish in -hmm. business. So I I would ask you, how many families has NHS helped attain home ownership in um New Haven, Greater New Haven. So it
2: just years. so happens that you are asking this question at the right time because we were um I was working with our communications manager and we were doing our impact statements. So I was mm-hmm. going back in the database and going way back to like count, you know, to get the totals. Yeah. Of the folks that were serviced. And for some reason, this, this number stays in my mind, but 6,724 people wow. were mortgage delinquent. That was just people who were, you know, distressed homeowners who came in
1: for wow.
2: um, our counseling services uh, over the years. And so it was, it was just under 6,500 that were in some way with our services as a pre-purchase. Mm-hmm. So over the 43 years, um, you know, all the folks that we did homebuyer education for, because at one time, and I don't know if you even knew this, Jeanette, this was before my time, but Neighborhood Housing Services was the only provider for CHFA for the entire state. Mm. So they did all the home buyer education
1: wow.
2: uh, classes. So it was just under 6,500, uh, that have probably purchased homes. And that is really looking at, uh, that was looking at New Haven County, uh, Hartford County and Fairfield County, but the greater wow. bulk coming from
1: New, New Haven. Ava. Wow. Wow. That, that is, that is amazing. That is amazing. So, um, what are the income limits, Bridget? Or, or, or I, I don't know really how to phrase this question, but um, mm-hmm. the income limits for potential potential home buyers desiring to purchase properties, and um, through for in through NHS, so NHS properties, not just uh, purchasing a property through NHS, because we know mm-hmm. that um, people can qualify uh, to purchase a home really anywhere um, in the state of Connecticut. Um, mm-hmm. And, and just use your homebuyer education, but for neighborhood housing services properties, what is mm-hmm. the income limits um, that one would need to be within in order to attain one of your properties?
2: Okay, so I'm, I'm glad you kind of make the distinction. Uh, the, and, and I was talking to you guys about the fact that New Haven County, Harvard County, Fairfield County, because anybody who wants you know, services. I mean, if, if, if they need credit coaching, budget coaching, whatever, home buyer education, landlord education, financial fitness, you can come from wherever. Sometimes mm-hmm. people think our name, Neighborhood Housing Services of New Haven, mm-hmm. mean, oh, I can only buy in New Haven. This Sorry. is only a program. And we, we have to correct people about that uh, so often. Um, so just getting back to people who might come in who've heard about NHS as a developer and say hey look i'd love to get a gut rehabbed or a newly constructed building from you guys so there are income limitations that you asked about uh-huh. and it's you know i'm going to throw this out here and i hate to throw out numbers like this cuz then people look at you but at most of the programs we work with you have to be at or below you know so at or below 80% of the median income. And okay. so you say, so what is that? So I I just have my paperwork out real quick. So like in 2022, these figures move up every year. Every so year. for a family of one, that would mean you can make no more than 62,6. For a family mm-hmm. of four, it's four. So each uh, category, family size, has a maximum income Number. as long as you're that or less. And it always goes by family size. So maybe you're the only person on the mortgage, but maybe you have three in your family. So your family size of four or a family size of five is like 96, six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other question people ask me, well, suppose I start making more money after I'm in, that's fine. You just have to meet those guidelines to get into the house. You right. can make in umpteen dollars after you get in the house. That's right. Right. Um, But I want people to understand when you buy uh, one of the houses that we rehab or that we newly construct, we, I, people wouldn't believe the amount of money that goes in these houses. But, you know, a lot of times in one, two family house, it might be up to 400,000 in subsidy. Right that right. we get to do a full gut renovation. Mm-hmm. Now this money comes from the state, it comes from the city, uh these subsidy uh, sometimes from the federal government, these subsidy home funds, they come with restrictions. So mm-hmm. the reason why we can sell a house like right now we're getting ready to sell a house on West Hazel for it's a it's a, it's a beautiful three family
1: yeah. It's down the street from my mom. It's okay. gorgeous.
2: Yeah. And $260,000. And wow. you can know, folks, because you're a lender and mm-hmm. you know, for a three family yeah. that's completely renovated and right. energy efficient and updated, you are not going to get anything for, for that type of money. Um, I, I, I just look, I haven't seen anything like that. that. House is-
1: That house is gorgeous and I've only seen the outside of it, but we watched it as it was progressing um, Mm -hmm. the work that was being done on it. And I, you know, I'm I'm glad um, to hear so happy to hear that that is that property belongs to NHS and that is going to be sold to a family that needs it. Because when you get that property, then you also get the rental income and Mm -hmm. a beautiful place to live. So. Yes,
2: and, and you won't have trouble renting it because you have these beautifully appointed um, and and energy efficient apartments right. uh, that people will be looking for. Because when we did a ribbon cutting, there were actually people who came by and, and, and wanted to know about the possibility of, of uh, renting.
0: And mm-hmm.
2: I... I love well the young lady who's getting it I love it because she's originally from New Hallville her dad was like a coach and is very active her parents very active within the community and she is super excited about being able to be this young homeowner in the mm-hmm. in 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 the community but yes. um just going back to some of the restrictions because subsidy money is used to do all of these renovations, they usually have 30-year affordability restrictions. And that means for a 30-year period, uh, they want it to be an owner occupant. And so when you sell it, you have to sell it once again to someone who is 80% or below of the median income. And, um, you know, the reason that is, guys, is because we don't want investors I mean what is the use of having done you know all of this work to to try and and, and keep the affordability for a first-time home buyer yeah. and then the next thing you know an investor has it we really want people who are vested um, within the community and that is why it specifically is owner occupancy for that for that period.
1: So that distinction is very important um, for for people to understand that once you are, once you become um, an owner of one of these particular properties, um, then there is an affordability distinction for 30 years, which means that you have to sell to someone that is also, um, uh, those income limits will apply to them the same way they apply to you. Even if there is an increase annually, there will still be income limits. The, the importance of that is you can't just go sell it to anyone, Mm -hmm. um, make a profit. And then there's an investor that owns the property Mm -hmm. because then it, you know, that property gets taken away from, uh, the community. And there we go with the gentrification again. So Mm -hmm. Um, great, grateful. I'm grateful that that distinction, I know that I have another client that is purchasing a property um, that has those same type of restrictions. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, gratefully she fit into, to that bucket where she could afford to buy this property um, because of her income, but it also makes it um, easier for people that make less of her income to afford a Mm -hmm. property. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Absolutely, absolutely, it does because a lot of times, especially in this market with rate, the increasing and rising rates um, all over the place. So rents are up, interest rates are up. um, There, there's really little distinction between purchasing and um, renting at this point because whatever you're paying for rent, you could probably own a home for. in in this market, even though the rates are a little bit higher, it's just because of the pandemic that everything has kind of just gone haywire. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we have homes that uh, are truly affordable, truly affordable, because everyone says that they have an affordable product or, you know, affordable homes, but that's not always the case. Because no. in, in in this in this climate, you know, two thousand dollars for rent—that's really steep. Yeah, that's a lot. that, that, yeah. is, that is that is so much. So, so um, so so tell me, um, how many counselors do you have at NHS Bridget?
2: So right now we have full um four full time. So I have a homeownership coordinator who also does budgeting and uh, credit coaching, and then we have. Uh, one senior housing specialist, and then uh, two additional
1: housing specialists. So the housing specialists, what, uh-huh. what, do they, what do they do? So their role
2: is really when you're assigned a budget and credit coach, that would be one of the specialists. And, and one of the things I love about Neighborhood Housing Services, and if you've heard of other Neighborhood Housing Services, we've got a couple... In the state of Connecticut, we've mm-hmm. got neighborhood Waterbury. housing services of New Britain and of Waterbury. Um, and there used to be um, some ones in other areas in Connecticut as well, but they're in other states. And we're all a part of this national network called NeighborWorks America. So mm-hmm. you'll find an NHS of Chicago or an NHS of New York. And one of the things uh, that NeighborWorks has is a national training institute Um, for a lot of these nonprofits and developers. And usually there are about three institutes somewhere in the United States. And they are probably the most um, intensive training for different certifications. So everybody in the homeownership center has to get, you know, all the credit certification, the certification for mortgage delinquency counseling, the certification for homeownership counseling certification to teach a class. So, I mean, there are so many things that we have to be certified for. HUD has a new certification examination, uh, which is great uh, because it, 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 it kind of upped the standard for uh-huh. the expectation of a housing counselor, housing specialist, whatever you're going to call it. And uh-huh. then there's also a national industry standard. So I I want people to know that as well, that 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 people have to go through um, a lot of internal and external training before they're able to sit before you.
1: Okay, so that that is um and, and the thing is is that should deter people from just running out and thinking that anyone can help them. A lot of times, um, so so one of the things that I, I made a note on, and and this is very important. Um, mm-hmm. self-help, self help, self-help self self help is important. So yes, you you can always go and pay someone to do anything for you. But when you pay them, will you have learned the the, the proper lesson? Mm-hmm. You know, when you pay for things, you're more apt to repeat it because you really didn't have to do the work in order to solve it. So um, I, I kind of have mixed emotions about it. Some people I don't believe have the wherewithal to mm-hmm. wrap their heads heads around coming out of um, debt per se. You know, mm-hmm. when you're over indebted, it can be overwhelming and mm-hmm. um, they just don't have it. But I, 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 I still don't understand also, okay, well, if you're over indebted, then how do you have the extra money to pay someone else to bail you out of whatever it is that you're trying to get out of? So, um, Uh, You know, I have mixed emotions about it because Mm -hmm. of there is a piece that sometimes things can be so overwhelming for you that you cannot wrap your head around no matter how much someone tries to educate you on the steps that you need to take. Um, I said this earlier before we started the show that we're in the information overload phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this culture is on information overload. So uh, please be careful about um, where you take your information from. Uh, vet the person that you're getting your information from. That's extremely important. And this is why um, I asked her to be a guest on the Tom Ficklin show is because just having her name, knowing that... Um, Neighborhood Housing Services is located at 333 Sherman Avenue in New Haven. So it is a local agency, but it's also an agency that's a staple in the community, not just for um, you to pass by or to make a payment uh, into any program. All of their um, services are free except for the credit counseling, which you would just sign up for one one time to pay your credit report. Credit reports are not free, so the agency can't afford to get a credit report for everyone, but you still get a credit report from the three repositories, which is Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, and you have access to that credit report. As a lender, I can tell you that, We cannot share your credit report with you. We're not supposed to do that because we're not a credit reporting agency. Um, But you can get your credit report shared uh, with you through Neighborhood Housing Services and then have someone help you to make a plan to -hmm. come out of whatever situation that you got yourself into, which is invaluable if you follow the steps. If you don't follow the steps, then you're just gonna be at the same place that you started. But following uh, the steps is invaluable.
2: So i I really agree with you. Sometimes that I I feel that uh, sometimes when people think they can pay a certain fee and just kind of put everything at that individual's door and they'll do everything for them, what happens is behaviors haven't been trained changed. Right, right. Um, no kind of discipline has been. Established and, right. and sometimes people do need that help with um that debt management plan. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. are some nonprofits um and for-profits that, that might be uh good that might be out there that might help with that um where you need to pay someone else um, to actually make the payments like money management international. Right. Um, has had, which formerly was consumer credit counseling. Sometimes it might be that overwhelming that a person might have to go and do that. But I'm talking about some of those places, like you know, just fixmycredit.com. You know, right. you'll, you'll dispute everything, right? Right. Um, you know, so that I have it off my credit only to return again. Um, I, in my financial fitness class, I like to talk about behaviors. We we agree. <laughs> The same way in the sense that, you know, I believe awareness precedes choice, choice precedes change. We have to get at the root of understanding our relationship with money um, before we can really affect change. A lot of it has been what we've seen, what was modeled before us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of times we have to get at why we're doing what we're doing uh, before we're able to move it to that next level. So you have to be ready to do the work. I'm just going to say do. That if you're ready to do the work, you know, you, you're going to be successful.
1: Right. So, so one of the things that I always uh, will tell my clients is that you have to have a made up mind about where you're going, what you're going to do. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to purchase a home, then you have to ma- have a made up mind that you're going to take the steps to purchase a home because okay for some people it is, it is as easy as just saying, Hey, I, I want to purchase a home. And, and, um, because they've already done the, the preliminary work,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's, I'm going to purchase a home now, but for other people, most people, it, it's just an idea that happens one day. And then you have to make up your mind that you're going to take the steps in order to be a homeowner. And so, um, having a made up mind is the most important step. That's the first thing everybody asks, what should I do? Where Mm -hmm. where do I start? That's where you start at. Because once your mind is made up, then you will work on mapping out a plan to Mm -hmm. do exactly what you said. So if it's purchasing a home or purchasing a car, purchasing anything, you still have to make the decision first. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to do. So- Um, And understanding our relationship with money is, it is key. We were Mm -hmm. taught some bad habits, um, not always, we we, we weren't always given the best examples. And I say that community-wide, because it's not just, you know, particular in one home, but Mm -hmm. we weren't given the best examples, even in our communities, of how to be financially fit Mm-hmm. In all areas of our life, not just you know for homeownership, and so we never want anyone to believe that. Oh, okay, well, once I get the house, then I can go back to my old ways.
2: Right, right. That that is where we fall into the trap. And so you you said something truly important about first. It is that mindset of this is what I want to do, and I'm always telling people in my homebuyer education classes you know, preparation is key. And you talked about, okay, mapping out the journey. I think the mistake that sometimes people make is the shiny mm-hmm. object is the house. So I've made up my mind, I'm going to get a house. And now mm-hmm. I just want to go house hunting. Right. I want to find a house and right. I kind of want to back into the process. Right. So I always tell people the three P's, you know, preparation, What what is preparation? So, It might be working with a nonprofit housing counseling agency, um, taking a home buyer education class. And you might say, well, why? Why why do I need that education? Maybe you do need to understand why it's beneficial to you to establish awesome Credit. Maybe understanding how to navigate that mortgage maze. What does a lender look at? Like, how do I get ahead of the lender? How do I make it so when I go to the lender, I'm, I'm completely ready? So what are those steps? You know, what about the down payment and closing cost assistance program that everybody talks about? What are they? Um, to me, the worst thing always, Jeanette, is when somebody leaves money on the table that they could have qualified for, uh, but they just didn't know about. And then they had to use their own funds. We want you to have as much still in your account. At the end of the day, for all the what ifs that can possibly happen once you're a homeowner. But but I always tell people, so the preparation piece is really key. You know, you want to get to the point where you know you're ready to go. You know what mortgage product you could probably qualify for. You know the different down payment and closing cost programs that will be available to you. You Mm -hmm. know how much you need to have and you have it. So that preparation. And then I always tell people the positioning part is, you know, don't you find a lot of people don't ask questions? Like people will come to me and they'll say, I went to a lender and I got uh, pre qualified, and they'll say, Oh, what type of loan? I, I don't, don't know. know. What What's I the interest know. rate? I don't,
1: I, don't know. Know. Do I, don't I don't know. How much do you have to put down? I don't know. I don't know. How much are closing costs? I don't, I don't know. know. How are you going to,
2: finance? I mean, you know, how are you going to finance your closing costs? You know, I'm not sure, you know, or people put a contract on a home and don't have the money, don't know where they're going to come up with the money. And I'll have people calling me two weeks before closing, one week before closing, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
2: I need $7,000. I need $8,000. So, I mean, I, I really want you to position yourself you know, correctly before you put, you know, any kind of deposit on, on, on a house. And actually a realtor should be asking these questions about the financing piece, but so that, you know, oh, I'm going to go with Jeanette. I'm going through this particular program. I know I have access to down payment and closing. I know I have the funds that I need and you're ready to go. So it's really about positioning yourself so that when you do find that house that's within your, 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 your wallet, you know, in terms of what the payment is, you're ready to move. And then my other thing is patience, man, in this market, you need yeah, patience, you need
1: patience. You need you know? And, 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 and the thing is, is that, you know what, in this, in this market, even though I, I feel that there's a shift coming, but yep. it hasn't come yet. Mm-hmm. Um, In this market, you need to be prepared for the no. And, and you know what? And it's so funny because even teaching financial literacy, I teach people, you know, you don't have to take the no because the no should be followed up by a question. And I really do believe that. The no should always, there, there should always be a question following the no. The question should be why, right? Because mm-hmm. why, why not? Why am I not qualified? What do I need to, get, to, to do to be qualified um, to get that thing, that shiny thing that I want? That's all fine and well. But in this market, you have to position yourself to be a shopper to say, okay, well, I'm going to keep looking and not give up. I find that so many clients are frustrated um, mm-hmm. because it's a seller's market. And we have to remember that every market, there's a shift. Sometimes yeah. it shifts to the seller side, and then it'll shift back to the buyer side. Buyer and, it becomes, side. Mm-hmm. and it becomes a buyer market. Now, if you're going to wait until it turns And it goes into a buyer market. I don't have a problem with that, but please work on your positioning, which means start saving your money, save Mm -hmm. your money so that when you go into this buyer's market, not only can you play, let's make a deal with the seller, but you can also have the money so that people are not looking at you sideways thinking that, oh, well, you want to buy something, but you have nothing to offer. Right. Exactly, I'm always telling people, Jeanette. First of all,
2: if you go to rent um, a house, you don't go with. There's no money down rental. I mean, they want you know first month's rent, sometimes first and last months, and at least one month's security. Right. But the number of people who might walk in with 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 no money to purchase a home which is usually the biggest financial transaction that of your life we, on a- average making a lifetime so right. this whole thing about positioning is so important positioning paying down your debt positioning saving your money positioning making sure you're paying everything on time yes. you know so that your position so it, it's just like you said when the market if, if there's a market <laughs> shift, Yes. You're ready to to, Go, to act right. upon it. And once again, guys, I know we threw out seller's market, buyer's market. Seller's market is generally, I mean, it's so simplistic. It means the market is more advantageous in some well, ways to the fine. seller because they're being able to get higher prices for their mm-hmm. housing. It's all related to supply and demand. It just means there's a limited supply of homes and there's a mm. huge demand, huge
1: demand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, in a
2: seller, and in a buyer's market, it's the opposite. Right. There are a lot of a homes massive... on the market, but not a lot of buyers. Right. And so that means you're more in the driver's seat. Oh, yeah. uh, so, so it's important. And, and what Jeanette said is so true. The market will eventually shift. Are you going to be positioned and ready When it does, are you Mm -hmm. doing the things that you need to do so that you can take advantage of it? Um, And that's really where we want to get people. And one thing I am so excited about, Jeanette, I mean, I had a class on Saturday and 80, we we take a poll where we say, where are you in the process? Um, Are you just at the beginning? Have you been pre-qualified? Are you out with a realtor? Do you have a contract on a house? Did you do a home inspection? And mm-hmm. 85% of the class were at the very beginning. And it always makes me feel happy because I'm like, wow, you're at the beginning. You're getting all the information
0: right. Right. so that
2: you can make really good choices along the way in the process because you guys are going to be informed. Um, and that that's exciting to me.
1: Yeah. That, and that makes and that makes all the difference. And then to me, the exciting part is the connection that was made with NHS because they can always come back. And if there if there are bumps in the road and there will be, um, mm-hmm. they then they have um, an advocate in your agency where they can come and get straightened out and straighten out this app. Some people come and fix their credit and then something happens. We, we are all used to life mm-hmm. happening. And so um, that is a blessing. Well, Bridget, our time is running out. We are running short. I think we may have about two more minutes. Um, mm-hmm. So um, please give the information to contact M- NHS again.
2: Um, okay. So, so if you were going to call us, it's 203-562-0598. If you ask for extension 226, that will send you straight to the HOC or the Home Ownership Center Administrator. uh, And that's Mabelise Montanes. But any administrator can help you if you dial in. And once again, our website is nhsofnewhaven.org. So we would love to engage with you. Um, It's all about meeting you wherever you are and, and just being of assistance in helping you to reach your goal of homeownership. And to me, it's not just the goal of homeownership, but successful and sustainable homeownership.
1: Thank you, Bridget. Thank you for joining us on the Tom Ficklin Show. I appreciate you, my friend. I look forward to doing uh, more homebuyer education with you and working with NHS in the future. Um, no, you and, will be, <laughs> and 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 just doing um, other other shows um, on Tom's behalf. So I hope you're willing to come back um, because we just scratched the surface of uh, home ownership and a few steps that um, are needed to be taken in order to start on this path.
2: Okay, thank you, thank you so much. It was my pleasure.
0: let camera, get my action, I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up